this week on Best Friend Energy. If you think that I'm going to be hanging out eating MREs, like, you know, freeze-dried beef stroganoff in the woods, totally arguing not. with my husband on a, how to start a fire, Jesus, Lord, please take, take me, me out. Take Just me let out. me go, you know? So, jo that's funny you say that, because Joanna and her new house, we're building houses that are, like, next to each other. I love this. Which is a very <laughs> Joanna and Cleo. best friend energy. It is. is there another lot? I want to come. <laughs> Hi guys, I'm Clea. And I'm Joanna. And this is Best Friend Energy. Woo! Today we get to talk with the absolutely hilarious comedian and actress, Heather McMahon. She is touring right now for her stand-up show, The Comeback Tour. I personally am going on Friday and cannot wait. Um, she also hosts the super hilarious popular podcast, Absolutely Not. And she has a bunch of other exciting projects in the works that she's going to talk to us about. Um, Joanna, you've never met Heather. No, I, just online I have. Just online, yes. Yeah. But I met her after her last show in Nashville. She is that funny. I can't, I really, really can't wait for this conversation. She is amazing. The, the One of the funniest things to me is at the very beginning of her show, she like goes into the audience and like not in the way that like other comedians uh -huh. do and like pick on you. Yeah. She just like wants to like talk to people and ask questions. And it was like right, like not exactly pandemic levels, but like not, not, right? Yeah. yeah. So it was like kind of like we're all easing out of it. And she came up and she asked one woman who she works for and this woman said Clorox. And she like, <laughs> like dropped the mic on the ground. She's like, who knew? Who knew? Tell me right now. And how much money have you made? It that's, was just like dead silence. That's amazing. No, it was amazing. She just planted that person. She is so funny. She, I mean, ugh. God, yeah, Heather. I'm very excited. I can always use a good laugh. I mean, you're very funny too, but I mean. Oh, I don't, don't worry. Yeah. I don't compare to Heather. No. Um, so also in this episode, we're going to talk about airplane etiquette, which we have a lot to say. Mm. I mean, we have, we practically wrote the book. And rules of flying, we also have a lot of thoughts. Woo! Yes. And of course, we'll take your DMs. But first, we're going to take a quick break and be right back. Our kids have said to us since we moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. And we're back. Okay, Joanna. Yeah. Let's talk about airplane etiquette. Ooh. We've seen some things. W would that is that fair I, to say? I would say that's fair. Okay. Yeah, some things. Um, so, do we have specific rules that we believe in with flying, or is it more like a hundred percent rules to not do? Like, do we have like things you must do, or is it no, things that are hard? Really, that's things that you should never do. Should never do. Yeah. Okay. The very first thing. Okay. I don't think that there's anything worse potentially in the world. I'm not to be dramatic. Okay. <laughs> okay. But when people. Ooh, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> I already know it's coming. You know what's coming? It's the shoes. When people walk barefoot into the bathroom on the plane, oh, you guys, you can't pretend that's water. No, I, I, all I, I think, can think I about think is know. the emoji with the green throw up. Yes, I've seen, and the thing is, is like it hasn't happened once, not twice, not thrice. I have seen it multiple times, and I don't know. No. Like, are they sleepwalking? No, they, right? They're they're on something. It is absolutely wild because here's the thing if you're all right let's pretend let's start with the shoes off okay let's okay. pretend and then i have i have a long tangent on this okay. one too let's pretend you take your shoes off. okay number one hopefully there are socks involved but when there aren't now you no. have bare feet to, like you feel the wind blowing around your toes yeah yeah so you start with your shoes off yeah that's that's yeah, a crime right. already right so then you stand up right 
then right. as if the airplane wind wasn't already <laughs> touching your feet then you're tu- you you feel pop up pitter patter pitter patter you feel the the carpet well, on the with, ground along with crumbs and anything that's right. ever Pretzels, fallen since like 1972 peanuts yeah. wipes so you feel all of this at that point wouldn't you put the brakes on the system no and these be people like, have no feelings in their feet okay clearly maybe. they don't feel the wind they, they don't airplane feel wind they don't airplane feel the carpet crushed Nuts from 1972. Okay, so then you make it past the carpeted part, and now you're at, like where the flight attendants are. You right. feel a different floor material. <laughs> at that point, you still are not breaking. You are going for it. You open up the bathroom door, wet. <laughs> it's wet. And if we pretend it's water, that is outrageous. I think we all right. know what it is. No, that's a suspension of like TV that we can't even, like, it doesn't even make sense. It's, it's so it's just mind-boggling not water. to me. It's not water. So anyway, so that is, uh, to me, that's number one, two, and three okay. of like the worst. Let me tell you is. four, because it's uh, it's right on the heels of that. Okay. I hate when the toilet seat is up in the bathroom. I'm That's not for that, me. That's not for you to touch. No, <laughs> that makes me, f- I want to go find the person in their seat, <laughs> tap them on the shoulder and say, go back and put the seat down. I don't want to touch that. I know. I don't want to touch that either. And, and I, think I won't, I won't touch it. I will stand and squat over that. No, because then I'm so no. worried. What if I fall? No, I'd rather take the chance of falling than touching that lid. Okay. There are ways to get the lid down. No, I don't even, I, want, know, but I there- don't want toilet paper. The water pressure doesn't come out enough to then wash your hands in the process. There's no yeah, hand no, I sanitizer. I understand. Just, I've thought this through very carefully. I know. I've, I understand. And I think that that is very much up there. I wouldn't see now. I only have your puns in my head. I wouldn't say that's on the heel of the situation. <laughs> I think that there's still barefoot problems that yeah, are going on. There are barefoot there problems. There's one barefoot problem that happened to Stella where, uh, absolute criminal on the plane <laughs> decided to put his dirty foot up on the armrest oh. in front of him no. next to her arm. No. That isn't no. That, okay. That's when you ring the flight that's, attendant button. That's infringement yeah. or whatever uh-huh. it is. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unlike your personal space. Yeah. No, that's a flight attendant call. That's disgusting. Yeah. I think for me, a lot of a lot of the issues come with bare feet. Well, you know, I have issues when people don't turn off their airplane sign fast enough. No, put it in airplane mode. Yeah, that's a flight attendant call button for me. That's too. a flight. So for anyone listening, this isn't like fake. Joanna will <laughs> ring the flight attendant call button and ring it mightily and often. Yeah. Like if there is yeah. any like egregious activity on the plane, yeah. particularly when people don't put their phones into airplane yeah. mode. Don't ding, ding, don't ding, bring ding, the ding. flight down for me because ding, you're ding, waiting ding. for like a call from who whoever. Um. So I have a house guest right now. Aaron, he took three phone calls from the plane <gasps> the other day. Three. Oh, I would have, I would have rang everybody. He goes, I was so impressed it worked over Delta <gasps> Wi-Fi. I was like, oh God. I was oh. like, oh, Joanna's oh. not gonna like. This. I don't even know if I can look at him now. And it was, I, I tried to like oh. temper my response because I didn't want to yell at him. Actually, I didn't want to oh. like, like he's a guest in my home. Oh, I no, that that's, that's a, a no. That's a no. That's, that's a, a no. Three calls, like you know, like if something happens, you get an alert, and you're like, ah, my phone's still on. No, I no, don't even that know would that. never happen to you. No. Okay, and literally, if I heard anybody, I would literally go down the aisle and ring every flight and knock on like the cockpit door. Yeah, yeah. No, I, th- <gasps> I know. I, I am know. shook, Leah. I know. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have told you. I think your friendship is done. <laughs> it's done here. Um, okay. All right. Let's go through some of the unwritten rules. Okay. All right. And I think that again, a lot of them in my mind are written, but okay, like, right. some unwritten rules. Maybe we should write them and put them on the back of people's seats. That's actually a good idea. Let's talk about food smells. You should sign a contract when you get onto a plane. You're sharing a very small space. I know. I actually, that's not a bad idea. Like we do, we do more for less. You yes. know what I mean? Like we're flying in a tin can together. Right. I think there should be a code of conduct. That's right. Yes. I think everyone should be on board. Yes. No pun intended. No pun intended. <laughs> okay. Food smells. Okay. Yeah. Mm. No hard boiled eggs. Oh. No tuna fish. Oh. I No locks. 
No fish things in general or fish adjacent. No, I won't even bring everything bagel on because I don't... You shouldn't because some people feel strongly about garlic smells. Right. It's not fair. It's not fair. No. If it, I if I have a purse bagel that's coming with me home from New York, okay. it will it, not... Don't, don't say like if. <laughs> <laughs> when I have a purse bagel coming home from New York, it's either sesame or plain. It is not fair to bring in everything it's bagel. It's well thought through. Yes. I agree. I 100% agree. Yeah. I think you have to bring smell agnostic food. That's right. Onto a plane. That's correct. There are already enough. There are enough things going on. Um, okay. What about, what's the unwritten rule for if you board a plane, like you're with a child and, or, or you and I are together, kind yeah. of like being with a child yeah. on both sides of the coin. Okay. And someone, um, if like you need someone to swap a seat, do you think that they get up and like be? I think there's a very polite way to ask and to be very genuine and sincere about the reason for it. It's not just because you prefer an aisle or a window. Like that's there has me. to be a real reason. Yes. And what if the person politely declines? As has I, happened to us many I times. I need to understand the reason and why they're a jerk. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they are a jerk. Not necessarily. They right. might have a really good reason too. Right. So if their reason is like, I I have claustrophobia and I can't sit next to the window and that's the only seat. But you just want to be explained. I would like the, I would like you the would definition. like the explanation. Yeah, I would. I would. Uh, I was reading on Twitter the other day. Chance the rapper got on a plane with his daughter, and they were separated. And before he could even ask, this like nice man jumped up from his seat oh. to like give her his seat, and it was Martin Short. Oh my god! Yeah. That's but the best. This made me laugh so hard. Chance the rapper was like, Martin Short is such a legend. We loved him in like Santa Claus 2 or something. Oh my <laughs> like, God. Whatever it was. He was like the Iceman in like a Christmas movie. And I was like, oh, he's had a really storied career. <laughs> it's like not just Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And right. anyway. Um, okay. So what about reclining a seat in economy? I think that's fair. It's for it's it's, it's my it's, seat and it's part of the plane the infrastructure of yes. the plane. No, absolutely. You can recline whatever the plane is legally and able to do. That's that's you for can you to recline. Do. Yes. Now, what if the person behind you is kicking the back seat? It depends on the situation. Like who it, who owns that seat at that moment? Well, it depends. Is it a kid? I mean, it depends on the. This is this is where it gets tricky. This is where the rubber hits the road. There are some. I mean, it it can it can be tricky. The the part of the seat that you're operating is different than the tray back, which is what they're operating. Right. And then let's talk about that middle armrest where you have to, you have you ever played like the elbow war? Yes. Everyone believes that it's, they own that armrest. I know they should actually have a piece of tape down the middle. I think they should have just like two, two separate ones. Why don't they do that? No, no one has ever asked us. They absolutely should have two slender ones. Yes. Cut it in half. Cut it in half. I agree. Okay. I agree. It's yeah. just not fair. Yeah. Okay. So this happened recently to you, yeah. and I'm curious. Okay. Are you allowed to say something to a parent about an obnoxious kid if they're like crying, again, kicking your seat, any doing anything? Okay. Well, okay. First of all, we have to differentiate between kid and baby. Well, okay. Are you allowed to say something about a screaming baby? No. I think I think that's right too. You Although can't. everything in our being would want to, you can't. You what can't. is it? No, the baby that can't poor, control himself. And the poor parent, like here's the thing is the parent wants to light themselves on fire. Yes. I have to center myself because I've been that parent and it is the worst feeling ever because there's nothing you can do. Oh, I didn't even fly with my kids until they were like three. Cause I was like, I need you to understand what an M&M is <laughs> and like be quiet. I'm like, we're not doing this on the plane. Um, okay, here's another, um, what some would say an unwritten rule that I vehemently disagree okay. with. Do not freak out if there's turbulence. Oh God. I have twice in my life out loud, like yeah. so out loud, <laughs> not in my head, screamed at the top of my lungs during drops. Yeah. And to the point where my kids now, when we board, 
they're they're like not concerned about turbulence for them. They're like, are you gonna scream? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Yeah. I am over that. I can't help it. I know it's. I mean, awful. I understand how annoying that must be for other people. I don't think you're at uh, the my no, screams, deep gasps, deep gasp, but I. Like that. Like roller coaster screams. But you know what? You can't help it. It's the crying baby in my I mind. had a really bad flight. I, I did that a, once. I, I had it's a, it's a crying baby. They can't help it. That's how the that per the parent is in more pain than the person listening to the crying. It sucks. But again, it, I think the same bodes true for a scared person on the plane. Right. There's literally nothing. No, they're not trying to make a miserable experience for people. No. And the flight attendant came and squatted down next to me and was like, Can I get you anything? Do you need anything? I was like, No, I'm okay. I know. It's awful. Yeah. It's, it's so awful. awful. It's awful. Um, okay. I want to know from everyone listening which flying rules are an absolute must for you or an absolute no go. Um, what bugs you the most about other flyers? Probably if anyone's us. ever flown on a plane with us, <laughs> I'm going to <laughs> guess that it's us. Um, let us know. You can DM us Ooh. at Best Friend Energy at the home edit. Um, you can visit us at bestfriendenergypod.com. Um, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back with comedian and actress Heather McMahon. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. No tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Okay. Oh, my God. We are joined by the amazing, funny, and incredibly fabulous comedian, Ooh. actress, podcaster, really all things extraordinary. Everything. Heather McMahon. Um, Heather's podcast is absolutely not, which is so freaking funny. Yeah. I mean, and it's been funny. It's, like, consistently funny. I, I just want to say. It. I know. How I are you always say. funny? Oh, we'll, we'll get to that. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Let's all right. hope I perform today. Okay. okay. All right. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not that worried, but okay. she is currently on the road for her live stand-up show, The Comeback Tour, which I'm going to Friday night. Hell yes. Um, she's here in Nashville right now with us. Heather, welcome to Nashville. Welcome to Best Hi. Friend Energy. Thank you for having me. I, I'm already loving this energy, and we're already best friends. Well, we so are, we are already best friends, and if you said yeah. not, we would kick you out. Yeah, yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's love kind that. of the rule that everyone comes in. Even if they, sometimes people come in, they've never met us before, and we're right. like, let me tell you what's going to happen. Yeah. You're going to leave, and we're going to be exchanging birthday they cards and so forth yes, later on. Like, yeah. 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 We we really do like require that. What what are the things that you require when people come on your podcast? Like what's a standard? A standard, here's the thing. I used to have guests all the time in the beginning. And then I got tired of dealing with people's teams and managers and publicists, which I know I also have those things. <laughs> but I was like, if I have to call 16 people just for you to like for us to figure out if you know you can come in at noon, like I'm right. done. <laughs> and I know that as a part of the business, I totally respect that. And everyone has insane stuff. My thing is Come in with good energy. And here is my new catchphrase in life in general. Ooh. My friend told me this. Shout out to Mary Beth, one of my best friends in second grade. She has a new rule in her home. It says, she says, be pleasant and be present. Ooh. We are constantly, especially like in our line of work, we are constantly like, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? And it is so hard for me to just enjoy the moment and be there. So right now I'm like, put my phone away and just be pleasant and present. That's so you know what nice. I mean? Isn't that a nice thing? 
Wait, just like did wait she make thing. this up? No, I don't know where she heard it, but maybe we should trademark it and start oh like, making merch. I don't right. know. No, I feel like well, pleasant and present is a real goal I to have. I really love yeah. this for us. So it's funny because I often think of your other phrase, which is do the most, do the least. Yeah, yes, which I also stole from someone. Uh, it's do, Well, I, I changed it to doing the most and the least at the same damn time. Right, yeah. Which is, I believe that deeply. Yeah. yeah, and like living your best life is like from Oprah. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, right, I basically right. take all of my catchphrases from Oprah and then I add a little extra to them. <laughs> But I'm like, I feel like so, some days, you know, I, I basically am turning into the next Oprah. You know, I'm kidding. Oh, my God, no. she's We're not worthy. But, um, uh, yeah, I just, you know, I'm just trying to be present in my life right now. I think that that's amazing. I actually had to, I took a Pilates class yesterday yeah. for Good like for the first time. I in, think we should talk about it for the whole episode because yeah. I, we, you should get full credit <laughs> it's, for this. It's truly shocking to anyone who knows me because I, I'm not an exerciser. Yeah. Um, and I definitely am not an exercise classer. Like, yeah. I really, th those are things that give me hives. Uh -huh. And in my car, I sat there and I was like, you know what? You just have to do the most, but do the least. Do the least. Yes. And that's, it's, it's both at the same time. And I actually said that. I it like is. said it out loud to it's myself. It's absolutely the same idea though. It's this, it's, we have like low bar lifestyle, which is sort of the right. same idea, which is like, just do the bare minimum to get over the line. And that's right. enough. And you win a gold star. Like you do, do, do the most, do the best, but just yeah. like, let's do the but least. But also just like, don't get your blood pressure up and like right. relax. Like if you're, if you get anxious and start sweating, like then let's it's cut our losses. That's Walk right. Walk away. That's right. Oh my God. It happens to me like three times a day where I just sweat through my clothes. I'm like, yeah. I I, I live in a state of panic and anxiety yeah. and um, panic moment I had. I can't believe I'm going to say this on a podcast, yeah, but I'm okay. going to. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to um, obscure the names I didn't even to tell protect you what the innocent. Yesterday, but I'll tell you after. Okay. Well, we recently um, went to an Oscar viewing uh -huh. at uh, at a friend's house, and my dad. Um, who was like the only dad there. Like my, it was in LA. Right. So like my parents came too. My dad decided to take it upon himself to number one, take the best seat on the couch, which you know you should not do. Right. To take the remote, no. commandeer the remote the entire no. time, turn the volume up, down and mute when he wanted. Yep. And then moved the furniture to put his feet up. Right, I right. was dead, dying, sweat stained. Now, question: Did the host find it endearing and hysterical, or was the host low key like stressed out and was like, I maybe shouldn't have brought a plus I one? Think, <laughs> I think that it was more like, oh, like dads are funny, right? You know, right. But meanwhile, I was like, maybe don't eat the pasta marinara on the couch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everyone else is at a table. If you spill a glass oh. of red wine on this couch, I, I will, will murder you. I will, I will murder you right here. Die. You know, she was yeah. texting me freaking out. The entire time. I was stressed for you. It I sounded was, awful. So anyway, so I did sweat through my clothes three different times that time and I needed to take a propranolol. But yeah. I was just like, it was, I was very, very anxious. So I live perpetually in that place uh -huh. and I'm trying to get a little bit more centered. Maybe Pilates will help, but I really love- It won't. I'm going to go ahead and tell you. It absolutely it will not help. If you're looking for Pilates, I think you just keep that loose bag of pills in your yeah, purse. I think yeah. that that's right. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, keep the caffeine at like a, a yeah. just like a one coffee what helps with the anxiety? Like, what do we need to do? Well, let me tell you what. On my first tour, I had such bad anxiety. I really did. And I, I've never really been an anxious person. Like, yeah. I've always been. I maybe, what does that feel like to not be an anxious person? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. But you know what? It, I, it took me over. Like, yeah. it just, it, it was insane. And I had such anxiety. And I realized I just started to put so much pressure on myself. Yeah. I have realized 99% of the time, we are our own worst enemy when oh, it comes yeah. to anxiety. I do realize, like, when I have caffeine in the morning, I make sure I have protein first. I don't have coffee on an empty stomach. Mm -hmm. Like, I, that that will make me absolutely cuckoo. Okay. I will be doing zoomies in the backyard like my dogs. <laughs> I can't handle it. You know what I mean? So I'm like, if I'm going to have something with caffeine, practical I'm going to- Practical tips with Heather McMahon. Yeah, practical yeah, yeah. life tips. Yeah. Yes, hormonal balancing with Heather McMahon. Um, I just I, I just can't like consume 
so much all the time yeah. too when it comes to like my phone and everything. Like I've had to take moments where I'm like, TikTok's making me absolutely crazy today. Crazy. I'm in a downward spiral of conspiracy theories that I didn't even know that I wanted to end up on. Yeah. But now I'm like, I mean, I do, I did this a couple weeks ago. I started prepping. I got nervous with like that balloon oh. that, you know, from China oh, or the sure, aliens. Sure, sure. I didn't know who was coming yeah. for us. And I'm a very level-headed person, but I was like, I'm going to get a couple things. Like we don't even have like water at my house or some canned goods, but I Instacarted it. I did like lazy girl prepping. So I did an order from Costco, but I didn't have the time to go to Costco. So this poor soul dropped off like 40 pounds of water, cans, dog food, all this stuff. And my husband's like, who is delivering this like oh my God. stuff out of a truck bed at, at our at our house right now? Because I was on the road. I was like, Jeff, I saw a scary TikTok last night. I don't know. I just feel like we need cans of beans. And he's like, you're insane. And then the next day I wake up and I'm like, all right, this is nuts. We're good. We're going to be fine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I learned actually, speaking of my dad, during Y2K. Remember oh, that? Oh, do I remember, do I remember? Y2K? So Y2K was my first experience for with preppers. Mm -hmm. And my dad went to Costco, actually, and came back. I remember one of the pallets was a Snickers bars. Oh, absolutely. We ate Snickers bars until I graduated from college. Yes. Like, and I think Snickers actually was like the most brilliant marketing campaign that's ever happened we'll because really all three you. of us believe that if we're hungry, Snickers will satisfy us. Exactly. So we it believe really, it could be a marketing. meal. I worry about the nuts. Spoiling. Yes. Nuts have oil. Oil spoils. That's what organizers like to yeah. say. Oh, yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm worried oh, about. I've been eating rancid nuts for years. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably why I'm in comedy. That's the thing. It's, it's pretty hard because we're like our state of anxiety like wants to be able to just eat a Snickers because we need to survive. No, but I have then to look worry, at the date. We'll I need to about know what year it's from. I have eaten stuff at restaurants where I can immediately tell that the oil is spoiled. Like if you've had a French fry oh. and it's rancid oil, and because yeah. my mom's a chef, so I'll literally I can oh. I can pinpoint that. Rancid like, is scary. Rancid, rancid is. Scary. Yeah. Botulism <laughs> is not great. No, we talk. Uh, I would like to say we talk about botulism a pretty fair amount. It's a pretty consistent theme on this podcast. But also in our like we've been organizing pantries for years. We're like botulism. Yeah. Like we if the we can call is it like out. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just like no. If the can looks like it did maybe a little angel dust. Yeah. Don't don't eat it. But the Here's the crazy thing. So we've been like, okay, surely we don't need permission to throw this out. Right. Nope. Some people, nope. Some people want botulism. through the discards and they're like, no, this is for me. I know that eventually I will have you lovely ladies at my home to just rip, rip me to shreds. <laughs> but my problem right now is my husband, he'll eat leftovers from like three weeks. And oh, I actively- I don't hang out with our dads? Oh yeah. I don't even like leftovers. Oh, and I'm not going to be wasteful, but it just kind of grosses me yeah. out. I don't like the taste of reheated meat no. the next day. I'll eat it cold, whatever. Yeah. But my husband will find meatballs in the back of the fridge that oh got pushed and I'll say, they have hair on them. Don't eat them. And he's like, oh, forget about it. You're being, oh God. Okay, you know what? Like, I'm Italian. Leave me alone. I'm like, no. And then he has diarrhea for two weeks and it's my fault. And I'm like, I told you. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I don't, he's fearless. Fearless with the fridge. people mess around with Do you think food? it's a men thing? Yes. It could be. Because both of our dads, my dad will drive from North Carolina with like sushi from a grocery store and eat it four <laughs> days later after it's been sitting in the car. He's like, I left it in the car. Let me go get it because I'm going to have it tomorrow. Yeah. He did that with a warm yogurt and a tuna salad sandwich but, once. Yes. A warm like, yogurt? A warm yeah. yogurt. I'm more afraid of the warm yogurt than I am the Pretty tuna. anything. You know oh. what I mean? Because the yogurt, and now you got to check the yogurts because everything's yeah. got probiotics in it. I'm living on the edge. I, I almost <laughs> literally pooped my pants running errands. I didn't realize I had this like cashew yogurt, didn't realize, yeah. riddled with pre and probiotics. <laughs> and I learned it was- dietary fiber? Yeah, uh, too much fiber. You can OD on- 
the pre and probiotic. I believe that. And I was at Target. I was like, this is where it happens. This is where it ends. It's that scene from Bridesmaids where Maya Rudolph's in the stream. She's like, it's happening. That was me. And it's, I was like, here we go. So I thought, like, there might be, always be a Bridesmaids moment. Yeah. That could, there yeah. could always be a Bridesmaids could moment. Could yeah. happen. Yeah. And Joanne, we talk about botulism. We talk about brides, <laughs> like, we talk about these things actually frequently. Yes. Well, these are things that we need to know. Again, yeah. this is this is on, you know, prepping TikTok, right? Right. Teach you how to not have botulism. Right. The bomb goes off. We're in the bunker. What do we do? How do we check the beans? These are all things we should know. Now, I have said I want to be the first to go. If you think that I'm going to be hanging out, eating MREs, like, you know, freeze-dried beef stroking off in the woods, Absolutely arguing not. with my husband on how to start a fire, Jesus, Lord, please take, take me, me out. Take Just me. let me go, you know? So, Joanna, that's funny you say that, because Joanna and her new house, we're building houses that are, like, next to each other. I love this. Which is a very this Joanna This is best friend energy. It is. is there another lot? I want to come. <laughs> I'm dying to move to Nashville. Let's okay, go. I'll find you another lot. There's okay, literally, good. we're, like, one block away. Yeah. We could build like a tunnel or a skyway to each other's homes. Yeah. And tunnel Joanna. For sure. Tunnel for sure. Underground. Yeah. Low key safe. <laughs> so Joanna built a bomb shelter. I did not. So I, I, no, no it, this is not how it went. It went this way. Okay. I said, <laughs> I said, hi, we have a lot of tornadoes here. Can we please have like basement. just something under the stairs, you know, like a tornado shelter under the stairs. I was thinking like a couple extra pieces of plywood to like hold it up in mm -hmm. case the roof was coming down and the, mm -hmm. it was getting taken off. Well, I didn't check the house. I was during the construction. <laughs> they built her Alcatraz <laughs> under her house. She could hold prisoners of war no, under her house. It's a wild situation like, under there. You Good look for you. down. So Joanna gave me a tour of the house when it was like just framed. And you looked down and it was like, oh my God, I've seen this on like Netflix documentary. Yeah. Pretty wild. The thing, the joke's going to be on Clea though when there's a tornado and she's going to come banging on the tornado shelter so door. So we yeah. decided actually like two days ago, John and I, we decided not to put a bomb shelter in. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, my feeling is if the house is swept away, Way and yeah. all that's left is me in a cement <laughs> box. Yeah, I'm gone. I, that's it, it's really catch twenty two, right? <laughs> you have to weigh it. the pros and cons. I'm like, yeah, do I want to be prepared? Like, I don't know. Like, my husband's like, you went nuts. I was like, yeah, because that's what TikTok does and makes, makes you crazy. You whatever you're on for that day, right? But then I'm like, yeah, do I want to be the last one left? Absolutely not. Yeah. Do I want to be stuck with just my husband and maybe my mom <laughs> and like two French bulldogs and a cat? We would also end up murdering each other. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like, it's just you gotta different ways to go. Yeah. Different ways. That's right. To go. That's right. So yeah. I said I passed on the storm shelter, bomb shelter. <laughs> I was like, that's not for me. But John and I decided to put in like a full house generator because like a we got a generator for the entire Nashville. No, yeah. we got one too because it, I live in Atlanta. We get the same thing. Same we get the thing. tornadoes. We get the tail end of a hurricane, and we lost power for five days in the middle of August, like two years ago, and we were just sweating, mm -hmm. sweating with the windows open. You know what I mean? And I said I'll never do this again. Yeah, absolutely not. Uh, John and I actually before. John was out of town for the first one. We had a crazy storm come through. Yeah. This was just like a couple of weeks ago. And we lost power. I did the only thing I knew how to do. I took both kids and the dog to a hotel. Indy, my very bad dog, yeah. could not stand it. Like yeah. he, he was going insane. Like zoomies around the room, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. barking, clawing at the, at the door. I was like, I can't deal with this. I almost just left my kids and the dog in the room and yeah. moved out. Like it was a whole thing. And I was like, you know what I'm doing? Putting in a generator. Yeah. I'm not dealing with this anymore. So anyway, we decided if this, if a storm knocks out the power, yeah. they're coming to our house. If a bomb goes off, we're going, we're going to their there. house. There we okay. go. You know, right. split the difference. Great. Right. And let me know if there's a lot next door. I will yes. just, I'll, I'll have them yes. both. Great. I don't know what. Yeah. I'll just have a, you know what? I'll do the basement with a really great bar. Oh, yeah, that's and then right. when you guys need food, I'll have all the freeze dried food at okay, my house. Right. The beans. Y'all can come over like every six months. Just make sure they're not wonky. You know what I mean? But I'll do the cooking in my house. That's great. And then we'll we'll split accordingly. I love this. Best friend energy is surviving. It's surviving. It's survival tips. If we, that's 
what we need. We do need a third partner. We do. Because yeah. we don't have food in this place. No, we yeah. do not have food in the place. No, and, and I don't have children yet, right? Oh. So also, this is like a safe space if you're like, I got to get away from the kids or right. whatever. Yeah, right. which we do. We need, yeah. we need a <laughs> dad. Like, immediately, right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, right. okay, I want to know how it feels. You live with your mom now. Is that I right? do. No, tell us everything. Y'all, it's so crazy. So when the pandemic hit, my husband and I were living in New York and we both looked at each other on the couch. I was like, I'm going to murder you. You're going to murder me. We got to get out of this like, you know, tiny apartment. We went down to Atlanta. My mom's a widow. So we were like, let's just keep an eye on her. And then we just never left. Like we (laughs) went back up to New York, moved ourselves out of our apartment and stayed. I mean, listen, I'm blessed. We've got a, we've got a great setup in Atlanta. And uh, my mom was just like, you know, I want you to live here. And and my husband was like, okay, let's do it. You know, (laughs) like he gets treated like a king. I am essentially, um, I'm, the one who just, you know, I'm the help. Like it is what it is and that's fine. And um, I know my place and my mom is, loves my husband. And I do know that my husband looks just like my late father. So also like I low key think she's trying to hit on him all the time. And (laughs) so there's a weird sexual energy in the house and she makes him meatballs all day and like worships the ground he walks on and she just yells at me. She's like, have I put your socks in the basket? Quit being a slob. And I'm like, I just came home from doing like three weeks on the road, shaking my tits for cash. And like, you know what I mean? Like this is the respect I get. But um, yeah, I, we live with my mom. We're doing a lot of, redoing a lot of stuff in my childhood home, which is great. And there are days where like, I'm losing my mind and I ask my husband, honey, we could afford a home, right? Like, I mean, in this market, I don't know. You know right. what I mean? We can afford a bunker, but I'm like, do we want to go out and do, you know, branch out? And he's like, why would we? You know what <laughs> right. I mean? Like he, he gets meatballs every he time. He is treated like a king. And it's funny because my my mom's from Boston and my husband's from New York. So when they do argue, it's this Yankee Northern energy, <laughs> oh which like I like can't handle Like They will have words and then it's I, like wrestle out in the yard and then they're like, I love you so much. And I'm like, this is crazy. And like, or sometimes when they like raise their voice, that's just their love language because that's how people from Northern Italian speak. Right. And their days I'm like, oh, it's happening. Like, <laughs> like, I don't know this kind of energy. And they're like, no, we're having a great day. We just uh, went to Korean barbecue. And I was like, Heather, shut up. I'm going on a date with your husband. Leave me alone. So it's wild. It's not for everybody. You know, we don't have children yet. And my, everyone's like, why do you have kids? I'm like, because I live with my mom. Have you tried to have sex with your mom down the hall? You know what I mean? Like, we don't have him yet. Um, but it's wild. And it's fun in a weird way. And I, you know, I lost my dad. So I'm, I'm grateful that I had these crazy, yeah. even insane, borderline, I have no privacy moments with my mom because you'll never get this time back, no. right? And your mom, I saw you last time you were, or I don't know if it was exactly the last time you played Nashville, but yep. I saw you at TPAC, yep. at, which was such a fun show. And your mom came out. Audience like the queen. Goes like, crazy. Goes nuts. She's coming to the, these shows here oh, in Nashville. Yes. And she's like, when am I coming out on the stage? I'm like, when I do my <laughs> curtain call, mom, this show is about me. Let me have my moment, you know? Like, uh, I mean, I, everyone asks her like, oh, who would play you in a movie? I'm like, my mother, my mother. 100%. If I, she'd push me in front of a bus and then she would say, let me play my daughter, you know, with like a thick Boston accent. Yeah. She's so funny. She comes out, she's, at least last time, she was like full sequin, oh, full. Yeah. She, she just comes out and just like, Takes her. A Princess Diana way. Oh my God, I love it. But she's Liza Minnelli. If Liza Minnelli, Joan Rivers, and maybe Princess Diana, they all (laughs) had like, we're together. That is who Robin McMahon is. Oh my God. Yeah. I love this. No, yeah. you would, you I would die. love this. So Joanna really wants to come on Friday night. The problem is it's at 9.30 and Joanna is, is at 9.30. In, <laughs> I think it's at 9.30. I go to bed at like eight. No, no it's at 7.30. It is. There's it, no way it's at 9.30. <laughs> You're like, I would never do I that. I do not think I have a show at 9.30. I'm in bed at 11. Okay. So. Okay. Right, then maybe you have a shot. Let's check. Let's check the times. Yeah, okay. let's check the times. I was like, I'm dying to see Heather. They're like, it's at yeah. 9.30. I was like, mm. if it is, like, we need to call someone. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, it's hard being in my line of work because I want to be in bed at like 11, but my adrenaline does not come down till 2.30. It's really So hard. I'm in a weird cycle. Like, like show weekends are gnarly because, you know, you're on stage, you're doing a show, you're literally fighting for your life. That is what stand-up yeah. comedy is. You're up there, your adrenaline's rushing. I give you at least like a 90 to two hour show and then I get off stage at 11 and then I sit down to have dinner at 11 30 right. and then everyone's like go to bed because you got to catch a 6 a.m flight no, but you're like like I'm a crazy person yeah. right well no, you can't do that can we talk all about the stand-up yeah. stuff because yeah. how how do you do that like it's so stressful to get up in front of people what if people don't laugh I mean you're so funny so I'm sure this never happened but like, oh I bombed plenty of times but no. like in the early days and even working out new material some days I'll literally be on stage and be like that one didn't work you know <laughs> um Here's the thing. I compare it to like any of my friends that are great in mathematics, right? If I, it's tax season. If I was in charge of your financial uh, situation and if I was in charge of making sure that you didn't get audited by the IRS and end up in jail like one of the Real Housewives, <laughs> I would not be able to like sleep at night. Right. But I know that my gift is to bring joy, whatever that looks like, right? Even if I was selling real estate, I would be the most joyful real estate yes, agent yeah. you would, would ever be. absolutely buy a house from you. If yeah. I get canceled tomorrow, we're selling homes, selling yeah. townhomes. <laughs> um, so for me, it's just like that is, that that's my joy. That is what I can do. But there's so many other things where I'm like, I could never do that. Like absolutely, I can't. So you, you don't know. get stressed. I get stressed because I'm an old theater broad. Like I'm an old professional. So I take my show very seriously. Uh -huh. Like I, uh -huh. I like to give you a razzle dazzle. Uh -huh. I like for you to feel different emotions at the show. Um, so I do get stressed and I do get nervous, but I got great advice one time. Somebody in the biz told me like, the day you quit getting nervous before a show is the day you don't care anymore. Mm. Yeah. I still care a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like it's really important to me. This is still like, this is my dream. Yeah. You know? So the fact that I can never complain, the fact that I get to get up on stage, take everybody else out of their day-to-day -day BS and just take your mind off stuff no, you're for a magician. 90 minutes. It's, it's truly, it's such a gift to be so funny and to be able to share that with the world. I don't know. Especially, I, not, but, but not, for 90 minutes to two hours, that's a lot. It's a lot. And there are days where I'm like, I might be doing too much. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, people would be happy with a clean 45. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, you know, I just, I, um, I'm really enjoying what I do. But yeah, there are times, of course I get nervous. And for me, and I don't know if y'all feel this way in the industry, but like, you're only as good as your last thing. Oh, yes. There is this constant sense of pressure. And we were kind of talking about this offline, like, you know, with TikTok and everything. And I started, I was always in stand-up, but I started doing characters and stuff online. And nowadays with the TikTok, it's like, yeah, okay, this new song came out. If you don't do a, you know, a 30-second clip of you, you know, get ready with me. And I'm like, I, I, I'm working. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, right, yes. I'm doing the best I can, but it's there is a anxiety that I feel now that even though I started in content creation, I'm not doing enough now. I think that that is a 100% commonality between yeah. anyone who, especially people in like the early adopting ages of content creation, right. where now everyone expects that yeah. level of content. I think if you're just someone on TikTok who's having fun, I mean, if you blow up, you're going to feel that level of pressure too. Like right. no one wants you to take a break. That's the problem. No break. And in order to get into the algorithm on TikTok, you're having to post four or five times a day. Now, my bread and butter is stories. I've always done that. But, and also like the level of editing and the level of actual like presentation, cinematography. It's crazy. You, I've had to outsource all this stuff. I used to just get hundreds of thousands of views on videos of me bitching in my car. Yes. And that's, because that's a lot of my stand-up. And what happened to that? What happened to you that? You know? Now I got to learn a full five, six, seven, eight dance routine yeah. <laughs> to the new Miley song. And I also have to like, you know, dye my hair. Crazy. And, you know, f and go like thrifting at Goodwill and like show you my new outfit. Yeah. Like I'm H&M, Old Navy, Zara kind of gal. Yeah. No, Let a basic so bitch live. Yeah. I literally <laughs> used to just be able to film stories mm -hmm. while I was picking up my kids yeah. late in the car and yeah. boom, done, easy. Yeah. Now, again, like I need production value. Like yeah. I need to do a, a short, you know, 
to yeah. like get, so yeah. I just- It's a, actually, and I feel like we could go back through some of our old videos. Like, why am I not being nominated for things? You know what I mean? <laughs> totally. I, I feel like Where's I've done Where's Miami? Yeah. Where's my Peabody, <laughs> yeah. for God's sake? Right, 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 exactly. No, I know. I mean, I, I feel that so deeply. I think early adopters in also, like Instagram stories, when you hopped on early and you were a very early adopter of Instagram stories, yeah. as were we. And all, it's like, you were like nailing it, you right. know? And like, you felt like you were nailing it. And all of a sudden, everyone wants more and more and more yeah. and more. And they're like, we love these characters. And you're like, I am so tired in my life. Well, I'm also like, I'm touring, right? right. So that's it. Now you do that yeah. to get to the next level that's for right. people to come out to see you. Cause that's the most like important thing for me is my standup. And then people come out and then they're like, why didn't you post 10 videos today? I'm like, cause I was on a plane from Cleveland <laughs> and I'm like twitching at the airport. You know what I mean? Like, totally. You're just trying, again, being pleasant and present. I'm really trying to find the balance. No, I'm going to go for that. I'm really here I for that. I love pleasant and present. Yeah. I'm, I think that it's and also- it's easy as enough for me to remember too. It, pleasant and, and present. You know what? It's also a more positive mindset than what I norm. Like most of my catchphrases are surviving, not thriving. So like I don't, so I feel like pleasant and present feels yeah. like good. Yeah. Yes. Like it feels yeah. like we can put our best foot forward. Yeah, I think that's right. So Joanna and I, we've done a light touring in our days, yes. mostly book tour kind of stuff. Yes. Um, but we are going to be embarking on things on the road. Okay, I'm, I'm your girl. Oh, Ask please. me anything. I will tell oh, you. How don't to... even get. Don't even start. We are going to come for you. I yeah, know. We, we need are. to know everything. But I think that what I'm so curious about, as I'm getting older, mm -hmm. I feel like my stamina. I'm just exhausted. Honey, how do you? The bones are breaking. I was I know. at my hotel this morning. This lovely couple came out to me like we just saw you in West Palm. Hey, by the way, my husband's a chiropractor. He notices your neck's off. I was sort of like, can you adjust me in the lobby? He's like, yeah, I'll be up in your room. I let this strange man come. Oh I'm like, yeah, I'm like, meet me up in my room in 30 minutes. I, I'm oh. going to let a random stranger oh oil up and crack a neck. Yeah. Like, that's where <laughs> that, I'm at. That's where you're at. Because that is survival. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's it's gnarly. It's, it's the stamina. It's yeah. also like, as cheesy as it sounds, like learning how to self-care, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I and I eat like a monster on the road. Comedy is very hard because it's late, right? So when we, we're on a flight, we're flying from say Oklahoma City to Tampa, Florida. By the time you land, you're lucky if you can get maybe like a Chipotle burrito bowl, sure. eat something I can't really eat before shows. Then I get off stage, what's open at 11.30? Fast food, tacos, pizza. Right. Right. And so I eat like an absolute garbage person from Thursday to Sunday, and yeah. then maybe Monday and Tuesday, I'll get like a smoothie. I'm trying to find the balance. Be like, right. Heather, it's easy to eat clean on the road. No, it's not. No, it's <laughs> no, not. It's not. It's we know so that. It's so hard. And also yeah. some things just have to give. You have to, it's too hard to do everything at the level that mm -hmm. is, you can't put yourself, I mean, we've tried, yes. but we're like on plane days. It's like, forget it. Forget it, it. You're lucky if you have a mixed bag of nuts yeah. and a, you know, hand sandy wipe. Like oh, it's yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> and a mixed bag of nuts, by the way, I'm like, that's crushing it. That to me is <laughs> yeah. like the healthy the version. Yeah. On Delta Again, are fire. As long as they're not expired and have right. botulism. Oh, on a plane, yeah. I don't even care. Anything goes. I have a really bad habit of flaming hot Cheetos. Oh, and hell yeah. On it, my fingers actually might be stained today. Yeah. I, but sometimes I'll like get a land and get uh -huh. off a plane and I'm like covered in red dust. And it's like, it's like a horrifying situation. And I, but you just have to do what, what you have to do. What are you going to do? I mean, it's too hard to, on every level to be perfect. Sleep, exercise, yeah. eating perfectly. It's like something oh, there has is to no get. sleep. That's the thing. There is no sleep. And I run into people like the next day at the airport and I've literally had a woman the other day. I was in Boise, Idaho and she was just like, Heather? Like, Lou was like, is that you? And I was like, hello, it's me. And she's just like, literally was like shocked, scared. I had to hug her. She's like, this isn't who was on stage last night. 
I was like, I am a shell of a human. Yes. You know what I mean? You're a shell of She's a human. She just gave me a hug. She's like, you look like you need a hug. Oh. I was like, I'm really tired, but grateful. Yeah. yeah, right. No, sometimes I know that happens. I think that, um, do people ever feel like they already know you? So they're yes. very familiar with like a Heather. You know? It does trip me up sometimes. So I always like to remind people, come up to me and introduce yourself. Because I was in a huge sorority at the University totally. of Mississippi. Yeah. So for me, I just think that everyone's a sorority sister who got like, <laughs> you know, a nose job. I'm like, <laughs> maybe she did something to her face and I don't recognize her. I always think it's someone I went to high school with in LA. Yes. Uh, like, I don't know. Yes, 100%. So I always say like, come up and be like, Heather, I'm Kelsey, uh, you know, saw your show or whatever. Yeah. Big fan of the podcast. So I have this phrase on my podcast and it's just, tiramisu, bitch. And I just, if you know me and you're a fan of the podcast, you just say it to me like, hey, whisper it to me, tiramisu. So that's how I know that's yeah. what you dial into. Oh, I love yeah. that. But I was going through. So many phrases. I know. A lot of phrases. What are they doing with their life? Can I tell you? Can I tell you? Yeah. All right. So I know I'm looking right into the camera. I would have been really good at like marketing and, and doing yeah. ad sales. Like if, again, if I get if tired of comedy, else, right. real I'm going to open it and ad sales. Ad sales, real estate. I know you're pretty busy. Yeah. yeah. I'm pretty busy. Yeah. But, um, but I was going through TSA at the international section of Atlanta airport. And someone was coming down the escalator and screamed, Tiramisu. And I was like, <laughs> not the time and place. Know. <laughs> you know. Know, like it, like people hit the deck. Everyone yeah. was scared, but um, right. They're yeah. like, "What is tiramisu?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, okay, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with Heather McMahon. All right, and we are back. I would like to talk about your comeback tour. Yeah, because you already had a farewell tour, which I think is genius. I just want to say Again, that marketing genius. Yeah, I just want to say. <laughs> right? I just want to say it's a marketing genius move um, to have a farewell tour and then a comeback tour. Right? Yeah, it's so good. It's really perfect. Just give us a little tease, a little peek into what we can expect from the comeback tour. So the comeback tour is basically I'm back from my big Italian wedding. Right, mm -hmm. I threw the extravaganza of the year, yes, if you, you will. I went way over budget. Then I spent 30 days on a honeymoon with my husband. Uh, just sneak peek. You should never go longer than seven days abroad with the person that you love. Like, <laughs> yes. it will ruin anything. Yes. So it was 30 days? It was 30 days. Because I'm on the road all the time and I'm a, like a new money kind of gal. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm, right. I'm, I'm not old money, I'm new money. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to flex. Yeah. I'm going to flex for this wedding. Yeah. I'm going to flex for the honeymoon. I love it. And I did 30 days abroad with my husband and we almost killed each other, you know? <laughs> right. um, so it's really just, now I'm talking about like the other side of it, okay? We were building up. The first tour was really an introduction to myself, my family, where I came from, how I got here. Here, and now it is all relationships, life, survival. Um, you know, it's basically I'm living like White Lotus. You know, <laughs> I was. I literally spent my entire honeymoon, well, at least like what, a week, a full week at the Four Seasons in Sicily. So I okay. lived White Lotus. Oh, so if you watch season two. Yes, um, of course. Yeah. So it's just, it's a sneak peek of marriage, you know? I, and, and, and marriage is hard. Marriage yeah. is Mar hard. It turns so out marriage is hard. It's hard, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. John and I are, we're going to Italy for the very first time. And I'll plan the whole trip. Tell oh, yeah, me everything. Right. So we're, we're, I've never been Sorry. to Italy before and we're, I was like deep in chemo having like just a bad day. And I was yeah. like, I am going to plan the trip of my dreams. Yes. So, okay. So we fly into Rome. I know that everyone who's been to Italy a million times might not care about Rome, but I feel like I should see the things in Rome. Should I? Well, yes. When are you going? When's we're only going for eight days because I adhere to Smart. the same rule. Smart. Yeah. Yes. You know, we'll like each other to date. So what are you doing? Are you doing Rome and then hitting? And uh, Positano and Capri, which I know before the Italians you? come for me, it's called Capri, but I don't know how to do that. Can I tell you, I'm already going to make an adjustment in your okay, trip. Okay. I'm going to rechange your trip because okay. I want you to have the best trip of your life. Okay. And we're going to make a couple it adjustments. It can't be the best trip. I'm not there. That is true. Okay, and true. I'm not there. Yeah, and we're best friends. That's right. Correct. We so, have, we 
can have another trip. That's right. You're just going to have like, ooh, married energy Mar on the trip. Yeah, that's not best right. friend energy. Not best friend energy. Married that's energy has no shopping. No, no it's shopping. It's like, no. it sucks. Okay. I've got a no, boat gal for you, Barbara Positano. Bo boat tour is going to change your life. Okay. You're going to go to this special place for lunch. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to curate this trip because I want you to thrive. Okay, you I would like mean? that. Where am I yeah. staying? You don't want to be in Maine Positano. It's a lot of steps. Okay. It's oh. going to be busy. Oh, I no, hate no. steps. Yeah, we. I don't I don't walk. I'm like Ariana Grande, carry me. Like with zero incline. And then you're going to, you're going to Capri? Um, yes, but for like a day. Okay, that's fine. Are you on a, you're doing a boat trip? Yes. Okay, but you're not staying there overnight. You're going on a boat? You I might, don't know, I'm you, cancer. You might be staying. <laughs> uh, someone else planned this. <laughs> yeah, you might be staying on a boat and you I don't, don't even think know. So. Wait, wait, first of all, I love this. I don't know I had cancer. I use that. I don't know my dad died. That's yeah. all I use. I use that excuse all the time. I love this. I yeah. don't know I had cancer. Is put that on a bumper sticker okay. that it, if no matter how like ro what whatever road rage you had that yeah. day, you could just flick people off and be like, look at the bat. I say that's how I feel. And I, I don't know. Say, I, say that I had people. cancer. I say that to people a, a lot because sometimes I'm like, leave me alone. Leave me alone. Yeah, leave me. I was prepared to say that yesterday in Pilates. Yeah. It didn't come to that. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I had it on the tip of my tongue That's ready great. to go. I'm, I, mine is not, doesn't pack as much of a punch, but I'm going to say that. I don't know I have eczema. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Leave well, me alone. I, I've used, my friend has cancer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I t oh. So I told, I told yeah. Joanna when I had, mm -hmm. I was like, you are a part of me. You are an extension of me. Yeah. If you need this, to help you in yes. any way. Meaning like we need to leave something early. I'm like, yeah. my friend has cancer. cancer. Right? Yes. Um, I, I told this John so this dark. too. I love this. I was yeah. like, if you need like better parking yeah. or like, you know, just like yeah. something yeah. that can like, because again, Joanna's life was really impacted. Right. So it was John's. I feel like, you know, everyone gets to take part. <laughs> so, but I don't, I don't know about the boat thing. And I would like to talk to you about the different location <laughs> so because it's not, it's not boat. too late to change it. No. No, it's not. And I will curate your whole trip, but I think we okay. really should talk offline and like, okay. let me like dial it in. Let okay. me get a couple phone calls. Boats. So we have no, 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 but, but you're going to love it. Okay. If you hate a boat, no. let me tell you something. You're going to get on a boat on the Amalfi Coast. Somebody's going to come up from like the, you know, up to right. the Lido deck. They're going to give you a fresh like tuna crostini. They're okay. going to pour you a little uh, like Lambrusco. You're going to okay. be drinking limoncello. You're going to be staring at the ocean, eat okay. a fresh prawn. It's going to be <laughs> okay. so freaking exciting, fulfilling. I lost 10 pounds when I went to Italy for a How? month because it's fresh. Really? You're not, we, we don't process, again, holistic healing with Heather McMahon. <laughs> you don't process the same stuff as you do in the United States. I hate to say it, but I think 90% of it is. I lost weight when I went to Italy too. Yeah, you're, it even, you don't even have to do the steps. Like I was as lazy as possible yeah. on my honeymoon. I laid, I went from lawn chair to ocean to whatever. And I literally came back thinner than I've ever been in my life. I have heard and this I, before. Pasta, I didn't eat a protein. I had pastries for breakfast, yeah. pizza, pasta for lunch, 14 bottles of wine right. every day. <laughs> right. Never had a hangover <laughs> and I was absolutely thriving, glowing. Why glowing. do we live here? Why what don't is, we just why don't we take best friend energy on the road but only live, <laughs> live in Italy? I'm dying to go to Portugal. I want to like oh, I, I'm yeah. like let's let's get something in the European space. Yeah. I think I think I, that we're we, here for we that. have like over and over whenever we're talking to our other partners or publishing or yeah. whatever. We're always like, you know what would be amazing? An international tour. Yeah. Like yeah. International, international for anybody listening that's a partner of ours. <laughs> international tour. We're always like we'll go. People need organizing in France. That's you know what I mean? Correct. People I need organizing in Mallorca. Sure do. I just said this. We have we're in 33 countries, which is kind of amazing. I think it's 33. I, I could be wrong. Right. Right. I, I might be overinflating <laughs> our value here. Um, but I'm like, does France need organizing products? They absolutely. They, do. Like, yes, they and do. And you know what they need to organize? All their fabulous, chemical-free skincare products. <laughs> yes, that's Whenever right. I go to Paris, I will like stock up on all the oils and the lotions and the potions. I mean, there's a million TikTok videos of it, right. like what to go when you're abroad. In Italy, I get all the 
uh, I go to the pharmacy and clean it out. Yeah. <laughs> clean it out. Yeah. No, I, that, th these are all really good tips. Whenever I'm in Paris or London, I buy an extra suitcase there to like bring all the stuff home. Yeah. So I need to do that for Italy too. Yeah. yeah. But I'm going to, I'm going to redo your trip just a little bit and you're okay. going to thank me for Once it. Once I worked into the plan, Heather. Yes. So, yes. So yeah. I made the mistake at the end of last year, I was like really like reminiscing about being on the road, doing yeah. all the things that we used to do. And even like pre-pandemic, you know, like right. real, 2019 really came in hot. And I was saying to John, I was like, God, you know, I, that, that trip I took with Joanna to London, that was like really amazing. And honestly, that last trip we took to DC and he's like, you know, you haven't mentioned me once in any of, <laughs> any of the trips that you're reminiscing about. And I was like, wow. I was like, I am so sorry. And I didn't even have, I couldn't even lie. I was right. like, that's the breaks. Right. Like, that's just, I, that's so that's tough. That's how it goes. That's yeah. how it goes. So Joanna and I are going to be planning our own Yeah, trip. European trip. John Would gets you like to come? His uh, one. Uh, if yeah. you, first of all, again, new money. I like to spend it. Like, it's going to come back Let's in tomorrow. Go. I work my ass off. Let's go. Yeah, We're going go. over the top. Yeah. I also have family over there, so they'll also have a little mafia ties. You know what I mean? Bing. We yeah. palm somebody a hundo. We're on the yacht for free. Okay. I got you. Oh, yeah. All right. You are developing a comedy for NBC based on your own life, and yes. it's called I Can't Right Now. Yeah. Which is an amazing title. It's amazing. It, and I, I think everyone can relate to that. Uh, you're also starring in it. Can you tell us just a little bit about what it is? I'd love to tell you about what it is. I don't even know what it is. I'm going <laughs> to let you really just, I'm going to peel back the layers of what Hollywood is. You work on these things. You have these deals. You go through rounds of notes. You get on the phone with people from the network, and you have no idea what's going on. <laughs> so I don't know. Will this get a green light? I hope it gets a green light on a pilot. I'm staring right into the camera. I've worked my ass off for three years to get this show picked up. Um, it is, right now, it is a work in progress but it's a show about my life, about my husband and I living together. And the reason I call it I Can't right now is because, you know, like I said earlier about being pleasant and present, there are days where I am so frazzled, I feel like I'm being pulled in a million different directions. And it's kind of like, I can't right now. Like, okay, even though I am sold out the Ryman, I'm playing Radio City, all these amazing, like, incredible moments that as a child I never thought would happen, I still go home and my mom's like, Heather, do you know what time the plum is coming? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't know. Why did we call the plum up? Well, you know, Jeff clogged the toilet down the hall and I don't know where he is. I think he's playing golf, but can you go check it out? Can you go jingle jangle on the thing? And I'm like, I am just got home from being on the road and now I've got a plunger and I'm trying to fix a toilet that my husband broke because he doesn't realize he's allergic to gluten. Like that's my life. I can't right now. No matter what I do, it is like my family constantly keeps me humble. Right. So really and truly, it is a show about, you know, these different fi family dynamics that I think especially after COVID, like a lot of people kind of blended families and yeah. moved around and, right. you know, what is the new normal? And it's just about two, I think, you know, you never see a show where the woman is the the breadwinner and running out and, and kind of running the show. And I, you know, I talk about this in my stand-up now. It's really hard to as women because we want to, bring home the bacon, but I still feel obligated to also cook the bacon. You know what I mean? And it's like this pressure of like, I'm out there slinging jokes, traveling, doing interviews, all this. And then I come home and I'm like, I still like, feel like I need to fluff the pillows and change right. the duvet. So I feel like I've done right. something. Right. 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 the bar too high early. Um, so tonight, is tonight your first show in Nashville? Tonight's my first show. At and, the Ryman. And I'm so but thrilled. But not at, not at 9.30. No, I don't think, no, it's at 7.30. <laughs> I'm really stressed about the time situation. I'm 99.9% <laughs> sure it's at 7.30. Okay. okay. I'm going to be there no matter what. And maybe no, if it's and, earlier. Right, can, if it's earlier, I would love to be there, Heather. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've definitely used to do late shows, but now I'm like, I'm like, I, I like an eight eight p.m. start. Yeah, you're out the door 
quarter to 10. Amazing. You, you still have Love. time to go home, do your nighttime routine, get in bed, you wake up What's at What's your seven nighttime routine? Oh, it is <laughs> full throttle. Um, I come home and then I have, because I, I you know, work full stage makeup, the lashes, everything. I have to use like this like gel to, you know, every, you have to really do like a double off. cleanse. Yes. So I'm doing this balm and I'm just sitting there lathering, like just, you know, in meditation, rinse that, then do another scrub. Then I've got all the serums. Then I put on silky pajamas. And then I do about four and a half hours of TikTok. <laughs> Then I, you know, prank phone call a couple exes because why not? Yeah. And then um, I look at the clock. It's 3 a.m. I finally, my Benadryl's kicked in, you know, and then I wake up ready to slay another day and Love it. sling some jokes. Are you a morning person or do you need? Absolutely not. Okay. I just needed to confirm. But here's the thing. I'm a little bit of a morning person right now. We got another dog. God bless her. A little macaroni. And it's weird. You know, I kind of get it now when people are like, they enjoy that little quiet moment in the morning when nobody's around them. But yeah. that's usually me in my office at 2 a.m and I'm doing my thing. So I'm forcing myself to be a morning person. But I read this, I saw this great, um, what was it, like a masterclass. They're like, if you're not a morning person, don't try and change it. Yeah. Like we are actually like physically, clinically, cr scientifically created to thrive when we're supposed to thrive. And I, I thrive that. around 11, my husband says 9 p.m. to like 2 a.m. I come alive. Wow. Yeah, I just, yeah. I'm so not a morning person. Joanna and I used to share a hotel room for years yeah. just to save money. And we had fun yeah. sharing a hotel Fast. room. Yeah. But Finally, I was like, we are fundamentally at different times of right. the day. Like, right, we only overlap a certain amount of hours. Right, but like if you are doing a bar class in the morning grunting next to me, yeah. I, I'm moving. Right. So I did, I had to move. Yeah. And same thing within the evening. Yeah. Joanna's like, can you stop clinking your champagne glass? Yeah, like I'm in like, my- It's 7.30 and I'm trying to sleep, Clea. Right, I'm like- yeah, You realize that. I mean, you, you find ebbs and flows when you're on the road. <laughs> okay, the next time everyone's gonna see the three of us together is gonna be in Portugal. No, I it's think when we move in together, all three of us. That's right. When we I'll get see you on the Amalfi first, yeah. and then yes. we're going to Portugal. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're buying a house, and I really need y'all to come help me. No, we like, will you don't understand. Anytime. You yeah, I need know. all the, I, and I buy all the bins, but I'm not doing. I'm not doing it justice. Y'all are well. Atlanta's so close. I know. Let yeah. us. Let us do this. Like, that would be so fun. Road trip be, down there. What would be great? We'll make an actual amazing episode. Is watching my mom being like, "You getting rid of that? You know what I mean? <laughs> like my mom from Boston. She's the one. And she labels everything. My mom thinks she's organized. She is not. Everything has a label, but it's got to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's got to go. Yeah. I can't wait to come oh to your house God. in Atlanta. Same. I, yes. I want it. I want meatballs. I want the whole yeah, experience. I'll give you oh dusty, God. dusty meatballs. Let's do <laughs> From it. the back of the fridge with yeah, hair. Yeah. yeah, perfect. <laughs> Cannot get there fast enough. Yeah. All right, well, I, I, I know I don't want to let you. you go. I know. We're not letting you go. But if we have to, we have to. But thank you so, so much. I love y'all. Truly you. biggest fans. Y'all are like, it's really nice to meet really good women in the biz. And y'all are just the cream of the crop. Oh. So well, thank you for having me. We're excited. I'm going to take Joanna with me tomorrow. Yeah. And she is, I, it's an early show. At the 1 a.m. show. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at the Ryman too. What could yeah. be better? What could the be Ryman more fun? Fabulous. It's, so, congratulations it's, to yeah. everything. Thank you. It's all happening. And then if you want to buy tickets, get them at heatherontour.com. And I'll be playing Radio City June 17th. Oh. Yes! <laughs> we, I think we have to go to that too. I think yes. we should go to that. Okay. Yeah. We'll that, see. that one I can stay up late for. We're in New York. Like, I don't have to go mm -hmm. home. I live yeah. far. Let, right. Let's plan the Radio City one. Okay, let's do both. Yeah. All right, we love you. And Bye. scene. We're going to take a quick break and be right back. Ooh, well, how are we going to top having we Heather can't. McMahon? I mean, that was so fun. She is, like, are we moving in together? I think so. We're definitely going to go visit her in New York. I'm pretty, yeah, into this, like, three-way friendship. Yeah, road trip to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. there's so much. We're going to find a plot for her in Nashville. Definitely, immediately after this podcast. Yeah. Um, I think I think that's what we, I think that's our plan. When people ask me what what does the next five years look like, that's... I'm going to be like, I don't know, I have to talk to Heather. <laughs> totally. Heather McMahon is our, our new best friend. Um, okay, let's uh, go into DMs okay. for, for a bit. 
All right. This is from Nina. Oh, this is the age-old question. Oh, here we are. How do you manage working and raising kids? Mm. We don't know, Nina. Well, Nina, let me see. If you have any tips or advice, I would love you to DM us. You know what? We just don't have the answer for this. It's really hard. I mean, I think that what you do, working and raising kids, it's really hard to combine them in like a single moment. You kind of have to be present for work and then separately be present for your kids. I think that trying to do it all at the same time, you kind of fail on both fronts. Yeah. And you just literally have to have the mindset of just doing the best you can. Right. I, I think actually Heather gave us so many phrases to yes, use. Yes, we have a lot this. to pick from. We, it, right. Heather, Heather's our life coach. And I think being pleasant and present. I think that's excellent. <laughs> is the way you manage working and raising kids. There you go, Heather. You have to be pleasant at both and present for both. But it's really hard to do them. Yeah, the and we definitely way. really don't have the answers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are not experts in this field. Um, but again, if anyone else is, please, yeah, please let, us, let know. us know. You can always DM us at Best Friend Energy. Um, you can get in touch at bestfriendenergypod.com. Give us give us some help, please. Uh, okay, Lydia, how do I help my mom tackle 35 years of stuff in her basement? Okay, that is also a kind of commonish question. Happens to the best of us. Does your mom want to tackle this or do you want to tackle this on her behalf? Right, I think that's an important thing to get to the bottom of. Um, it's a little hard to drag a horse to water. You can bring a horse you can, to water. Okay, the horse can get to the water station, <laughs> yeah. but you can't force it to drink. That's right. Okay, so... Anyway, not that this is about the horse, but <laughs> or not that your mom is yeah. a horse. Yeah. Um, basically, what I'm saying is if she is a willing participant, yeah, right. then it's going to go a lot easier. That's right. No, no dragging. No dragging. <laughs> if it's been 35 years of stuff and she's a hesitant, then I think it's going to be kind of tough. And I think you're going to have to talk to her about, like, give her some suggestions of how much better her life would be because she could actually access her memories. She couldn't see the things that are sentimental or special to her. I think we need some more context. Lydia, I'd love for you to write back in and let us know because we can probably address this even better. Yeah, but I think that, again, if your mom is not that willing, I think using some psychology might be helpful. Um, Letting her know that, you know, maybe her kids, her grandkids, something like that, maybe they could benefit from some of these things. Or do you want to use the basement for other activities versus just storage? There's a lot of ways to go out right do you want to go through and like see all the things that you've saved and like the things that you love okay that's that's what we would recommend but again i think we need more information from lydia i hope that nina writes back in with some tips for us yeah. about working and raising kids Bas- nina and lydia yeah. <laughs> we, we need, need to hear from you we again. need to hear more from you um okay that is it for this episode we are back on tuesday but until then we'll be back again on thursday with best friend energy unpacked um you know we always love hearing for you so make sure to dm us at best friend energy um we're on instagram tiktok at the home edit. You have a ton of options. Also, bestfriendenergypod.com. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us on Best Friend Energy. We're back every Tuesday with a new episode. Follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Best Friend Energy. Best Friend Energy is a Hello Sunshine and Sony Music Entertainment production. Engineering and mixing by Nashville Audio Productions. Our senior producer is Rebecca Kaufman. Our associate producer is Cami York. Our executive producer is Sarita Wesley. Our executive producers at The Home Edit and Hello Sunshine are Lauren Lagarde, Hilary Franchi, and, and us. See you next time. Being a mother has its challenges. You have to constantly grow and adapt as your baby does. And while our kids aren't diaper age anymore, we remember a few tricky years with diaper obstacles like blowouts. 
Oh, yes. I remember. Not to mention getting diapers on active babies. And you and I both know once your baby starts moving, the adventure really begins. That's why you need Pampers Cruisers 360. A lot of people think Pampers Cruisers 360 are just for potty training. But from my experience, it's actually the best diaper to use as soon as your baby's on the go. It doesn't have ordinary diaper tabs. Instead, it has a unique 360-degree stretchy waistband, which is a great hack to keep your baby from taking their diaper off, which, if you've ever experienced, can lead to chaos. And as you know from the home edit days, if we care about anything, it's organizing messes and controlling the chaos. And it really stretches with your baby for a comfortable fit so your baby can move freely. It also makes it so easy to change a wiggly baby who's on the move. Pampers Cruisers 360 with the new blowout barrier are available in sizes three to seven and come in adorable new prints. The best part is that they are hypoallergenic and free of elemental chlorine bleaching, parabens, and latex. As mothers, we know how important it is to count on a great diaper. So for trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Redeem Pampers cash, no cash value.